To begin the message tonight, I want to read from Luke 17. I want to read a one word. It's a three-word verse. I'm going to read you the first word. Luke 17, 32, it says, remember. Now, probably in your mind, you're going, okay, you know the rest of the verse, possibly. There are 148 times in the Bible that the word remember is mentioned. This particular one says, remember Lot's wife. Familiar verse to many people. Why do we want to remember Lot's wife? She did something that she shouldn't have done. She was with her husband, Lot. They were living in a place where they shouldn't be living, a wicked place, evil, bad. We heard some things like that this morning. But God was going to rescue them and save them from that wicked city if they would follow what he said to do. God said, told them to, to leave, take your family and leave. They hesitated. They didn't leave immediately like they should have done. And then when they did leave, Lot didn't want to go clear to the mountain where God said to go. He wanted to go to the little city here. That'll be okay. It's a little city. Well, along the way, and God said, don't look back. And Lot's wife looked back. Why do you suppose she looked back? Well, undoubtedly, she had some connection with those people in that wicked city. She had she got friends there. She apparently was having a good time there, possibly. Maybe, maybe some of her girlfriends, uh, the, the, they, maybe they go shopping on Sunday, which they shouldn't have done. Maybe they did a lot of other things that they shouldn't have done. But whatever it was, she had so much draw, so much interest in what was back there, that she looked. And she never went any farther. She turned into a pillar of salt, as we read. Now, the first time this word remember is mentioned in God's word is in Genesis 9.15, when God spoke unto Noah. Noah had been in another wicked area. Noah was a, God, was a man of God, and God was going to save Noah and his family. Noah built the ark, took him like 100 years or so to build that ark. Now, can you imagine... Well, it's beyond my comprehension to imagine building something when there wasn't any water there and, and knowing how to do all this. And that was a lot of work. But he obeyed what God said to do. So it got done. And then after the flood, it says in Genesis 9th chapter, And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you, and with your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you, neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood, neither shall there be any more <clears throat> a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the token of a covenant which I make between me and you 
and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. So I think that me and you includes me and you too. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. <clears throat> now it doesn't say rainbow, does it? But we know what it was. And then God said, I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, this is God talking, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature and all flesh. This is the token of the covenant. A couple of weeks ago, we were on a little trip and stopped at a waterfall over in Idaho. And as we were looking at that gorgeous waterfall, it was fantastic. There was this beautiful rainbow. You could see the rainbow. There was just absolutely there. And you know what? When there's a rainbow, my Bible and your Bible says that God sees it too. So at the same time I was looking at that rainbow, God was too. And God was remembering his covenant he made for you and me today. God's good. God's really good. Have you ever seen a rainbow that wasn't perfect? I mean, one that maybe like had a triangle or crooked or something. Every rainbow I've ever seen, it might not see the whole thing, but it's all been perfect. God's good. Another time remember is mentioned, Luke 23, 42. This was when Jesus was on the cross and the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him, offering him vinegar and saying, if thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. This one was mocking Jesus. And one of the malefactors or thieves, the criminals which were hanged, railed on, on him and said, If thou be the Christ, save thyself and us. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God? seeing that thou art in the same condemnation. In other words, we're going to end up the same as this man, Jesus. We're going to die. But we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom, and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. A simple sinner's prayer. Remember me. Remember me. And he did. And what a joyful time this criminal, who was turned a Christian instantly, is having in heaven. Remember, remember God's word. Another time, Moses was reminding the children of Israel of God's mercies. In Exodus 13, Moses said unto the people, 
as they were leaving the land of bondage, headed for the promised land. Remember this day in which thou came out from Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Remember, remember, don't forget this day that you've been taken out of this bondage, this horrible place you've been in as slaves worked to death. Remember, don't ever forget this day. And then we read in Numbers chapter 11 about the leeks and onions. There was a mixed multitude there. They were complaining and all that. And they said, oh, we remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely. The cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions and the garlic. They forgot about the, the, the terrible things that they were made to do. And they were remembering the vegetables. Well, God heard that. Moses heard that. God and Moses weren't happy with the people. So God said that we'll give them some flesh to eat. Moses didn't quite understand how that was going to happen. But it says that what happened was, Sanctify yourselves against tomorrow, ye shall eat flesh. For ye have wept in the eyes of the Lord, saying, Who shall give us flesh to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you flesh, and ye shall eat. You remember how this goes? Ye shall not eat one day, nor two days, nor five days, neither ten days, nor twenty days, but even a whole month until it come out your nostrils. You've been complaining. You forgot to remember what Lord took you from, how the Lord has been taking care of you, and now you're going to get what you wanted more than what you wanted. Twenty-some years ago, we were privileged to take a trip to Israel. On that trip was Brother Kenny Cripps, and I remember the hotel where we stayed at, they would uh, had a... I think it was a breakfast, and it was like they had fish and vegetables and just, I mean, all kinds of stuff there. And I remember getting some things. I didn't know what I was getting, but I didn't take very much because it didn't look like what I wanted to eat necessarily. But as, as we sat at the table together, here come Kenny Cripps. And he had this, I didn't know exactly what it was, it looked like an onion. And he says, look, look at this. This is what they wanted to go back to Egypt for. He had some, some leeks, those things that were kind of like onions. I never forgot that. They wanted to go back to Egypt for that kind of stuff. God help us to keep our eyes on the goal. Ecclesiastes 12.1 says, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Young people, remember now. Remember what you've been taught. Don't ever forget what you've been taught. You can't forget it anyway. You know, when I was just a kid, after my dad died, my mom did her best to train us and raise us in the way we should go. I resisted. When she'd want us to gather around for prayer or reading, I, I would always have something else I had to do, someplace I had to go or pretend like I didn't hear or something. But I still remembered that early teaching. Even when I was overseas, 
on board ship in Vietnam. Things were rough. Guys were really rough. It wasn't a life I was used to at all. But I was beginning to get more familiar with it, but I didn't like it. I can remember taking out my little Bible. <laughs> I had a little Bible my mom had given me down in my bottom of my sea bag, and I took it out, and I, you know, we had three, we call them racks, there were three beds, you know, a metal frame with canvas, and I was on the bottom one. And I got that Bible out, and I scooted way over so nobody could see me, and I was trying to read that Bible. And here come a big, big old guy that none of us particularly liked. He was kind of a mean guy. He said, hey, King, what are you doing? I says, I'm reading my Bible. He said, well, scoot over. Let me read it with you. <laughs> you never know what kind of training even the tough guys have had. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Don't forget it. Then we read in Exodus 20, verse 8, another remember. You know what that one is? Many of you do probably. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days shalt thy labor do all thy work, but the seventh is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Keep the Sabbath holy. Remember, that that's in God's word. Are we? Am I? Are you? Are we keeping our Sundays, our Sabbaths? Are we keeping it holy? Is it a special day? Do we treat it as a special day or do we just let it be a regular day? God help us remember what God's word says. Revelation 2.5 says, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. I was not talking about boyfriend and girlfriend, okay? It says, remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly. If you're in a backslidden state tonight, Remember, remember from where thou art fallen. Remember what it was like when you got saved, when you first got saved, the, the joy that bubbled up inside and, and all the, the, the wonderful expressions that we talk about. If you've fallen, if you slid back, now's a real good time to come and make it right with God. Remember that God loves you. God loves me, God loves each one here. And you know how I know that? We know he loves us because he gave his only son, his only son to die on that cross, to shed his blood, that you and I can have our sins forgiven and we can have the right passage to make heaven our home. That's in God's word too. And you know, it says in that verse, nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee. Oh, that'd be a terrible place to be. If God is against us, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. A backslidden state, God doesn't like that. He, he doesn't like it, and he, he loves you so much. Again, he gave his son Jesus to die on that cross. Take advantage of it. Remember, he loves you. Hebrews 13, 5 
says, uh, let your conversation be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. Oh, why they had to be there, right? Be content with such things as you have. For he saith, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. And then it goes on to say, Remember them which have the rule over you. Now, it doesn't stop there. You know, we have governors and mayors and presidents and stuff over us. But it says, Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow. If you see a, uh, your leader, your pastor, your minister that is following God, remember them. Remember them. They've spoken the word of God and whose faith follow. They set a good example. Follow that good example. I like to go back to the first mention of remembering the Bible. There's so many more scriptures. Probably your mind is going remembering this verse and that verse that says remember. But God made that covenant with Noah. And God remembers and sees that bow. That just thrills me when I think about that. When I see a rainbow, I, I can know that God sees it too. Now how can he can see all the rainbows and all of us, but that's God. God can do anything. And verse, it says there, God says, I will remember and I will look upon it. Don't ever forget that, folks. That's a, that's a real God, a personable God, a God that, that cares about you and I. As in the days of Noah, as in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, we heard again this morning about how wicked our world is today. And we know that we're nearing the end time, so close to the end time. Remember what God's word says, that he, he, he loves you, he cares for you, and he's coming soon, and he wants you and I, each one, to be ready. But only those who are saved and living without sin will be able to go to heaven. God instructs us to put on the whole armor. Remember, it's in God's word. And then I think of another fellow that remembered something. I don't know why, I just I can, can't get my head around this thought. He waited three days before he called out to God. You know, I'm talking about Jonah. How is it possible somebody could go through what he did and not pray for three days? But you know what? He was human like you and I. We procrastinate. We wait. We say, oh, I can, I can get this myself. I don't need help. I can figure this out myself. Call out to God first, and life will be so much easier. Don't be like Mrs. Lot, who looked back at the world and couldn't let go of that. Don't be like Mr. Jonah that waited and waited before he called out to God. Well, let's call out to God now. 
when we remember things. I, there's a testimony of oh, Brother Nolan, and he wanted to remember the day he was saved. Remember how he had that calendar and he put an X on it? So he would remember that day he got saved and he was saved all that day and the next day and the next day. If we have to get our calendar out and make a mark so we can remember, let's do that. Let's make this day the day that we remember what God did for us, take advantage of that and make sure we're saved, we're sanctified, we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we're walking in all the light that we know we have, and oh, we'll be, have such a better life. And someday, someday soon, when we step over on the other side and we're in heaven together, won't that be fun? Won't that be a good time? We don't have to worry about all the aches and pains and hurts and paying bills and all those things. It will be so good to be in heaven. We won't remember the problems here. So let's be ready. Let's stand and sing number 310 and let's pray until we know that we're ready for heaven. <laughs>